Hello, Nudley. Hello, night owl, Nutty Night Owls of tonight. Who already know you're listening to the Downtime with Daz podcast show, and today and for this episode we have a we have a last guest from last time, our D and D experts and also two of my closest friends. We have Eric, aka aka the Alphabot. Hello, all. That is his dingus ass voice. And we also have the sauce, or lady sauce. Um, also, we call her Allie. Yo, what's up, fam? Yeah. I'm the better of the people that are sitting on the bed. I do not have a dingus voice. Prove it. Bruh, what, what, what even is a dingus voice? It's what you got. That's what, you, that's what that was. Fuck you. No, I will not. You sound like a derpy South Park not. character. That's your voice. A what? A derpy ass South Park character. How? I mean, not now, but with you actually doing like uh, earlier. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like, yeah, you do sound like, like that. Though. Like, the, mm-hmm. that, that episode where, you know, um, like the movie trailer for Rob Schneider, you know, Rob Schneider is <laughs> the carrot rated PC-13. I like do be you sometimes. I do be you sometimes. Ah, uh, yeah, this voice right here. Yes, that's a dirty, dirty voice. I had to lean the goddamn mic away from it because it keeps fucking sticking his goddamn nose into the goddamn mic and hurting my ears. That's usually what you're supposed to do with mics. You do, we're fine. You we're get fine. better sound quality if you turn down the gain to where you have to do that. <laughs> now you sound like Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, you can do voices. I hate that I can only do Adam Sandler, though. <laughs> You can do other voices. Do other voices. Do them now. I don't know. What other voice should I do? Give me a prompt. Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog here. That's good. That's That's really good. That's really good. I can't do a Kermit the Frog. Can you do Miss Piggy? Why did you sound like a man? (laughs) Oh, Kermit. Kermit, I thought you loved me. Ah, That sounds like, that sounds very coarse. No. I don't know how to describe her voice. Never mind. Let's let's just move on. Yeah, I like let's move food. On. Kermit, Kermit, I like food. Baby back ribs. Baby back, baby back, baby back. Okay. Oh, for tonight's episode, uh, we are going to be discussing quite a bit of topics. Um, but for, but for starters, we're gonna we're gonna do like a little like a staple. We're gonna start doing here on. We're gonna start doing here from now on. With the two ex, with two resident experts on the on specific topic, <coughs> this is called D and D Corner. With um, what are your D and D names? We have a lot of those. Yeah, a lot you, of those. You don't really. You no, know, I just call I just call it the masters. You do not do not call me that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only dungeon master here. Just call me the goblin. Mm. Okay, I'll okay the master and the goblin. Please. I don't like that. I don't like that. At <laughs> I don't think she likes you calling me master at all. I don't like that thought. That <laughs> okay, is, fine. That's a weird thing to do. Yeah. Okay, okay, fine, fine. Um, uh, okay, I got it. The vagrant and the goblin. Okay, I don't feel like that. Mm. Yeah. I'd have to Google what a vagrant is in order to be fully fine with it because I don't know what that is. I don't know, means. like the jester? Do you consider yourself a jester? Do you consider yourself a jester? Yes, that's, all, that's always what I consider myself, just a jester playing with puppets to entertain you guys. What are the puppets? The NPCs. Oh. Okay, then how about the goblin and the fool? 
a goblin and a fool. You know, I'm not even mad about it because I because I because I gave you guys the idea. Yeah, you did do that. Yeah, you did come up to You brought this upon yourself. Mm, you did say Jester. Plus, you are literally calling yourself the Goblin. I am the Goblin. I <laughs> am that goblin bitch. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now we start. Okay, so we are now starting D and D corner with the uh, Jester and the Fool. I mean, the Goblin and the Fool. Indeed. Now, my question. Um, this is actually one of the guys I just like thought of like like a few minutes ago. But are there any like um? Any like perceptions of D and D or Dungeons and Dragons that people tend to get tend to get wrong, like in general, like you know, we use like in uh, portrayals like movies or TV. Satanism. Satanism. A lot about that. A lot of Satanism. A lot of the thought that we are trying to summon Cthulhu through a lane of D twenty, like a lot of that. A lot of people think that we're just like, like, there's that misconception that we're just a bunch of like old middle-aged guys that like live in a basement in our mom's basement and play this game well among the boomers at least that's an old ass conception among the boomers Mm. among the newer people though it's a lot of weirdly expectations of high production value also the idea that you can get away with anything Mm, yeah although a lot of those kinds of misconceptions have been have been diminishing with time have they though New people don't know shit. Yeah, fair. It kind of depends on what kind of expectations a person would have. So, there's that. There's a thought that, like, maybe someone wants to fuck literally anything that walks in the game. Leaning heavily into stereotypes. Like, leaning heavily into stereotypes of that nature. Um, that guys. That guys. Murder hobos. <sighs> yeah. Murder hobos. You don't know what a murder hobo is? Have you never heard of that? This Can is the first I'm hearing of it. I mean, sure. I know hobos. I know hobos have been murdered, but... Um... A murder hobo, like a group of murder hobos, is a D&D party that goes around just fucking murdering anyone and everyone because they can. Because they think that being chaotic neutral just means that you get to just kill everything around you and be an asshole. And, and the homeless? Yeah, because yeah. they do not have a home. Because they're a D&D party. They're ba- basically it's a basically it's an amalgamation of a stereotype where people will make very shallow evil characters that will just kill everything they come across, while they literally don't have a backstory home where they came from. Yeah, just like this shadow person that appeared out of nowhere and just started fucking up shit. Mm. Huh. Unlike, except for rogues, for some reason there is a stereotype of rogues having very complex backstories that are very tragic. Always very tragic. And they're homeless because of that, but they still do a lot of murder. They still do. Oh, I mean, they're ro- like they're they got that sneak attack and shit. Sneak attack is good. Sneak attack is good. It's like a serotonin bunny, if I'm being honest. Honestly, yeah. Paired with like the paralysis condition, a fucking rogue can be overpowered. Mm. Like someone a pulled person. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a double whammy right there. Or like assassination, just coming up upon somebody asleep. Yeah. Mm. That shit fucks. <laughs> Fuck this shit. It's fucking good though. It is. It's very efficient. I swear, in the campaign we're in right now, she's deleted at least like three people just by sneak attack damage. Yeah, correct. I have become the rogue person. I apparently, because I have two, two. I have two. Mm. 
She's actually played two, not that she has two. I have played two. Then again, I've also played two barbarians. Does that make me the barbarian person? No. I don't know. I think rogues just have way more impact than I've played than three bards. And can't I be the bard person? I think you're stereotyping yourself in this. That, I mean, I like bards. Are you mm. seeing my favorite class? Now my favorite class is barbarian. Oh, really? Yeah. I love the simple simplicity of just rolling that initiative, getting to your turn, and you just walk up to the nearest motherfucker and, like, just fucking slice that fucker just in half. You just get real angry and you hit things. And you it's hit things like, a little harder. It's like too. what I wish I can do in my real life. <laughs> just get real fucking angry and destroy shit. That might just be a little fantasy of mine, but like I fucking that's fantastic. I want to do that. Mm. I think there's like a thing in real life where you can go and you can pay and they'll like put you in a room uh, with yeah. breakable things and with like a baseball bat or some shit and you just go to town. I think it's like destruction or demolition rooms. Probably, yeah. I want that. I want that so bad. Eric, birthday present? You literally just read my mind. <laughs> my god, brain synapses just <laughs> fucking connected and shit. Fuck yeah. Do you have any other questions? Uh, I guess like one, another, like last D and D question, and I want to say, I, I mean, I feel like it's maybe like a bit like related towards D and D, but um, I just got to coined up, coined it up, but um. The other day, I was actually kind of like watching uh, South Park and also replaying the South Park The Stick of Truth. Mm-hmm. And apparently, there's actually like a lot of like, you no, know, like medieval adventure and Dungeons and Dragons like references in there. Mm-hmm. And Correct. Also, the char- also, like, the, of course, the main characters in there, you know, like uh, Cartman, Stan, Kyle, they all actually played this game. You, uh, have you guys actually played The Stick of Truth? Yes. I haven't. I have. It's a great game. Well, um,. You already know, like, no, some of the classes, like, used to care that they took. And I just wondered, if they actually were, like, in an actual D&D campaign, um, what are, like, the other positions actually took, like, are very accurate. Like, Cartman is a wizard, Stan is a ranger, Brothers is a paladin, Jimmy's a bard, and Kyle is a grand elf wizard, and Kenny's a princess. I mean, yeah, that's pretty accurate, honestly. That sounds like a homebrew campaign. Like some fucky shit. That does sound like it. The princess and the high elf wizard, though, would have to be homebrew classes. No, they would not. A high elf wizard is a thing. Oh, I thought like, never mind. I was confusing it with a high, high elf wizard. No, no, no. I was I was confusing it with high elf magic. Uh, which is like epic level magic. High elves get magic. No, I mean high elf specific magic. Like they have their own brand of magic that. Isn't that a beat? Is that a beat? I'll have to look that up, but... We can look that up now. We can look it up now. Yeah. Now. <laughs> me with my phone on me, like, because I'm unprofessional as all shit. Hmm. Fifth edition feat ratio. Because I'm assuming that would be a racial feat. Yeah. Let me take a look at these. Um, so that's a Goliath one. Hold on. You probably could have just looked up High Elf Magic. I could have just looked up High Elf Magic. Why are you smarter than me? Hold on. Hey, Google. 
Maduro. Fifth edition, High Elf Magic. High Elf Magic. Well, not at all. What the fuck I said. Unless the people in the internet want to disagree with me. High Elf, High Elf Magic. Do you guys have a Secret Door Magic as well? What the? Oh, we might want to speak into the bit of, into the mic a bit more. Okay. Uh, there's Wood Elf Magic. There's Drow Magic. Oh god. Uh, Drow High Magic. Yeah, I'm thinking of High Magic. High Magic is a thing. So there is that. Yeah. Princess sounds like a bard ass bullshit based on what I saw in the game. <laughs> but, uh, Tolan's already a bard. Mm. Yeah, she bard. is a, a bard. So, I don't know what he would be. I want to say barbarian because I think that's a slur. Mm. Oh. Only what did Kenny do? Call animals and they bit the shit out of him. He's a Disney. He's a druid. He's a druid. He's a druid with a abysmal animal handling skill. Kenny. <laughs> Kenny's a druid? Kenny gives druid vibes. Mm. Wait, princess. Is it literally just a Disney princess class? Yeah, so a druid. Bruh. That would be a druid. That would be a druid. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. Um, any other questions? I think I exhausted all my about Dungeons and Dragons questions, so that's good. But, um... Speaking of questions, Eric actually has like some answers like for our questions on oh, you know wow. our comments on the uh, first episode. Mm-hmm. With um, Ali, what was there again? Uh, Star Wars School. Star Wars School. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. Hmm? You have a journal, don't you, my guy? Uh, oh yeah. That's oh, that's the question. That's right. Mm. <laughs> I don't remember what time it was. We have to talk. There was something like that. There's another one. We have to talk about it. Well, we said about Eric, and if he was just an actor, essentially, right? What, what's going on? Ah. I'm trying to get Eric to hand me my bag, but he does not understand charades. I pointed at my. I pointed at your bag. You pointed at my DS. Oh, I thought I was pointing at your bag. I thought you were pointing at my DS. Mm. Actually, no, yeah, there's actually two questions uh, that Eric actually, Eric could probably answer from our first episode, which you would, you certainly here for. But uh, I guess first one, what were, the, what were the good times and bad times of your, of your school, of your school life from elementary to high school? Ooh. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna unlock the goddamn trauma for you. Ooh, probably. I, I honestly can't think of many good times. Oh what shit! I took the middle. Well, that was from high to that was from elementary to middle. I didn't meet you guys until high school. That's from high school. Let's talk about high school. Mm. Um, high school first year was uneventful actually. Uh, I mostly just spent my days doing class, eating lunch, sitting down with a group of guys that eh, didn't really catch my interest. After after I realized that I didn't really want to hang around with them anymore, I just started. Eating my lunch in front of my classrooms. Then, at the end of a uh, freshman year, I ended up getting into an Uno game with Allie. I don't think that was freshman year. Was it? No, I think it was. Totally no, it was not. I did not take. I don't. What was it? I took algebra. Yeah, it was algebra. I took algebra in middle school. 
actually I'll put that in there too. Because I'm also weird as all <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Dead right. Not having Well, no, it couldn't. It couldn't have been a. Uh, it couldn't have been sophomore year, because because we knew each other for about. Because in junior year I okay, wasn't there. Okay, let's just say it's freshman year, and let's forget I disagree with you. Mm. Uh, so at the end of freshman year, I ended up getting into an Uno game with Allie, at which point, we just started, hanging out the next year. I dazzled him with my amazing charm and my ability to tell older students to fuck off. <laughs> mm. I believe that was part of what that was part of it. Yeah, I was fucking fantastic. Also, I beat your ass at Uno. No, no, no. Yeah, we were, no, 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 no. I beat your ass at Uno. <laughs> I beat your ass at Uno. Okay, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Eric, I will always beat you at Uno. I have a strategic no, mind. No, no, no. I remember. I remember. I actually was pretty close. We were going, like, round for round. And I won. Yeah, you still won, but still. I always win. Allie always wins. I re Allie I remember, always wins I specifically, I specifically remember because every time I play Uno against you, I, I always think back, how did I ever do well against you? <laughs> However, um... I was going easy on you. However, and, like, and please dispute this if this isn't true, but... Has Erica ever, like, been, like, the one to ever, like, come close to you, like, to ever come close to being you, like, in anything? Smash Bros. Yeah. I'll give him that in Smash Bros. He did, Smash Bros. He did give me a run for my money, but then I got good. Please. You. Uh, excuse me. No, no, you got good, but I can always give you a run for your money. You can always give me a run for my money. I always appreciate that, like, a challenge. Mm. Mario Kart, on the other hand. Uh, oh, see, kicks I mean, our asses. Air hockey, on the other hand. See, kicks our hey, asses hey, at hey, that. Hey, 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 hey. Okay, in air hockey, she almost always wins, but it's always, but it's almost always a point difference. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> But as for Smash Bros, as for Smash Bros, you're on you only do so well against me because because I hamper myself by picking my main, Little Mac. You that boy, see, Little Mac. We always like advise you to like expand. Your I'm roster. sorry, I just like Little Mac so much. I know you do, cause he's a small, scrappy guy who punches things, and you would very much enjoy such an individual. But there Not is more. Not to mention, more. he also looks like there him too. There is more. He also does look a little bit like Little Mac, just a little, just a tiny bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. You have, like, the same hair. Bruh. <laughs> yeah, you do. But, uh, I had, like, a small existential crisis when you described him as a small, scrappy guy <laughs> who likes <laughs> to punch things. I know. I did that intentionally. <laughs> Bruh. When you intentionally cause existential crisis. <laughs> oh, let's see. Oh, uh, elementary school though, fucking horrible. Like after my first year, um, uh, I would move schools at least once to twice a year, uh, up until about the up until about the second year of middle school. At which point I s stayed still for once. I think you went to you went to my elementary school for a fair amount of time. Yeah, Nottingham. I went. I actually went back twice. <laughs> yeah, you did. I remember you, mm. which is strange. I mean, I remember most of the new kids because in elementary school, I was always propagated as, like, my grandmother's mini-me. Mm. So, 
because she was the photographer lady who was important and always in every event. Mm. And I was her little mini me. So it was Miss Murphy, little Miss Murphy, and the other Miss Murphy who was a librarian. (laughs) So there were three of us, and I was the small little Mm. Miss Murphy. Even though I still wasn't popular with the kids, I was popular with the teachers. (laughs) Mm. Um, I remember you. I just remember thinking you were weird. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I was constantly under the new kid syndrome. You were. I can tell. I I look in my memory, I go through the archive, and I see new kid syndrome. (laughs) Oh, that was especially bad in Nebraska. There was one school I went to where, where for some reason, somehow, me having a crush on a girl blew up into literally the entire school just fucking going after me (laughs) jesus that's why you don't have crushes like like i'm not even joking like literally halfway into this like literally a semester or like halfway into the semester after this was figured out we were walking home from school and then just somebody fucking just started fucking (laughs) slinging insults about it while we were walking home that's weird yeah, I know. I mean, that's really element. Weird. That's kids. Kids are brutal. Brutal as fuck. I know. I like, fear children. But, like, they held on to it for so long until I finally just ended up moving because this was still in the time where I would move a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm with I you right there, man. I'm with you right there. That's a good portion of my elementary school experience. Mm. Uh, can I point out something about my school experience that is, like, a weird pattern that I've noticed? Is that whenever I left a school, something drastic would happen to it. <laughs> like, for my elementary school, the principal, went, like, when I graduated fifth grade, I, my principal retired. And a new principal took over. And we did a little thing for him, the fifth graders, while we left. And apparently the new principal put new guidelines that made it a nightmare for people to pick up their goddamn cake at the end of the day. Oof. Oh, boy. Wait, did I ever tell you the name of the guy that, like, kept the steam going on that no, middle school Eric, experience? No, we're not, we're not blasting that man on a podcast. No, 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 I'm saying, I'm saying, because I never told, if I never told you that, then you don't know that we both have bad experience with guys whose name starts with C. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yeah. Uh, I was talking about something oh yeah and when i left my middle school my entire middle school was torn the fuck down because it was old as fuck i remember there were classrooms where there are cracks and i could see sunlight through it damn jesus it was an old ass building and they tore it down because it was old and probably should have been condemned a long ass time ago. That probably contributes to the fact that my middle school was the weirdest fucking place to go ever. <laughs> Fuck. I'm trying to remember more things from middle school because it all feels like I had like I did a drug or some shit. Same. I do not know which one, but it feels like I was not lucid <laughs> can i uh can i actually say like one experience from fifth grade that's that i totally talked about as much go right ahead okay um well as as i actually mentioned before you know going to middle school 
bullying was just like a, a whole like a sticking point for me. Just like you know, kids will kids like fucking with me and just like teasing me and whatnot. But um, one day, <laughs> I think like uh, we excel all the recess, and I guess we have to do a little like a uh, play thing. Uh, I forget what it was, like maybe tag or something. <coughs> Sorry. There we go. And and uh, this one kid. Who I'm pretty sure actually, who also was like a hand, like a, also ha- had like a hand, like, let the hand, like, fucking with me. He. Yeah, we all like playing tag, or some sort of like weird version of tag, like some sort of like demented version of it, and he almost got me, and I just actually kind of like, you know, I just took it like the wrong way, and just thought, you know what? I had enough. So I just kicked him in the nuts. Kicking the crotch. I just, I watched like the Mortal Kombat movie like the other day, and I just remember the scene with Johnny Cage. It's like you no, know, just like square, just like square of you know punches gore like right in the crotch, and oh. I just thought, and this actually came to me, so I just did that with my foot, of course. I didn't want my hand to come into contact with it. Hold on, guys, we're gonna have to pause. Sorry, Okay, sorry about that. Uh, where was I? Oh yeah. A uh, kid I, who acts kind of like, you know, like a kick from the crotch, the square right there. Uh, Johnny Cage inspired me. Thank you, by the way. Thank mm-hmm. you, Mortal Kombat movie. I never thought I would say that. Anyway, uh, the other kid saw this. Uh, and as well as teachers, they also bear witness. He was actually like on the ground, just, you know, crying because, like, I just smashed, like, his mm. way to actually have, like, any kids. <laughs> and I was escorted like over to a principal's office. And we love that for you. Huh? We love that for you. Thank we love you. that going to the principal's office. That was my favorite thing. Right? Go it's ahead. it's so fun. Awesome. We love that. I love going to the principal's office. It's so it's it's the funnest, right? Right. It yeah. Really is. And um, <laughs> they thought like a suitable punishment for me would be out of school suspension. And at first, my parents just kind of flipped out of this. Uh, you know, because, well, I barely get in trouble like that. But I found it to be, like, quite a blessing because I've always wanted to, wanted to do out of school because, you know, school, just going to school was just, like, you know, apart from, like, you know, hanging out with teachers, like, during lunchtime, the kids always make that sit harder. So out of school suspension was actually two weeks, no, two weeks of not going to school. Just mm-hmm. had to, like, you know, do my school work at home. That was a beautiful, beautiful time for me. Yeah. Yeah. Do you and, ever and during oh. my suspension, I went on vacation. Mm. Oh, that's right. Say it, please. Uh, do you guys want to hear the story about how my grandma turned into the biggest fan that ever happened at my school? Is she going to hear this? Reason. For good reason. Oh, for a oh, good reason. Okay. Okay. So, preface. I have ADHD and Asperger's. And usually when you have things like like disabilities like that, you would get accommodations, like extra time on tests, um, more reading materials, stuff like that. And my grandma fought real hard for me to get things like that. But teachers, a lot of teachers, stood in her way. Oh, boy. They were like, oh... But you dress her up so nice and cute, and she's so o- nice and obedient and great. Why does she <sighs> need accommodations? 
Uh, She's already so smart. She doesn't need it. And my grandma fought hard as fuck to get me those accommodations. One teacher was particularly bad. I'm going to call her Miss G. Her name does not start with a G, but I'm not going to reveal anything about this woman. Um, She straight up was like, she does not need that. She does not need that. And you're trying to give her an unfair advantage above other students. And my grandmother went and got me tested. Turns out I do have ADHD and Asperger's. Like, she knew something was up with me before I ever did. So I got the test. And... It showed that I did have these disabilities and that I did have these rights to have these accommodations and my grandma fought tooth and nail for me to get those accommodations regardless of what those fucking teachers said and eventually she got her way like she fucking she spoke to the manager of the, of the school basically and was like you're going to give my granddaughter accommodations or so help me God I got them I got those accommodations, and it turns out Miss G was really remorseful about that shit and made it her life goal, apparently, to follow me throughout my entire school journey. When I graduated middle school, she trans—no, when I graduated elementary school, she transferred to my middle school. Apparently, she wasn't a good teacher because no one liked her. I thought she was fine because she was always nice to me. I never realized why until mm-hmm. my grandmother told me exactly why. And while I was in middle school, she was like, oh, I'm planning on getting transferred to your high school. She never did. I'm secretly glad mm-hmm. because that woman mm-hmm. gives me deranged vibes. I don't know what the fuck happened to her. I don't care. I hope she got better in life because that's a weird thing to do. Mm. Like have an actual adult follow you throughout your education. That's just, this is cause like a lot of boundaries, personal boundaries. Well, my grandmother fucking hated her ever since. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking, I remembered, I was like, oh, I kind of like Miss G. And then my grandmother was like, that teacher is awful and you should not like her. My grandmother is a Christian lady, and it ain't Christian to judge a person, but I don't like that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eric, uh, back to your, back to your school experiences, or is that it? Uh, you know, I was actually to end that off. I was gonna ask a question. Wh- when you think of schools, which ones stick out in your mind? My goddamn fever dream of a middle school, obviously. Mm. Oh yes, the uh. The charter school, right? The damn charter school. I have more memories of that place that came flooding in after we posted that first podcast (laughs) because it, like, opened a goddamn floodgate of repressed memories. We did a reenactment, like, a a mild reenactment of... The Civil War? No, no, no. I mean, yes, but also (laughs) a reenactment of a play version of Anne Frank's journal. Oh. (laughs) And the last scene, we needed someone to play the Nazi. Oh, no. Oh, God. They needed somebody to say, is that enzymatic? That is, I don't know what that, I, that is awful butchered German. And I apologize to any German people out there. But 
they had Yellow Knight. Wait, they had you play uh, the Oh, wait, God. What? That's not where I was going. Fuck. Oh, my God. I was, I was, I was, I was. Let me ex. Let me let me What is it with your What is it with your middle school and having you play all the racist parts? <laughs> I have no fucking clue. It was so funny. That is, God. Uh, let me ask this. Um, in this class, we had to do like the Anne Frank reenactment. Were there any Jewish kids? I have no clue. Uh, yeah. I, I have no clue. Huh. I would not have known for I. Don't ask people's religion. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? I remember this one thing, uh, this one, like, activity, I guess if you want to call it, in seventh grade, where they sat us all in the room, and my teacher, who, who could speak, like, I, I don't remember what language it was, but I think it was German. He would speak German. Like no one can, no one in this room can speak German. If anyone said anything, they were immediately told to leave. If they stood, they were immediately told to leave. If we did anything that wasn't a set thing of what was told to us in German. Huh. We were told to leave, and they basically were like, "Those people are dead." Hmm. Wow. And then at the very end, someone finally, what we were supposed to do, apparently, is raise our hand and politely ask, "What is it that we are supposed to do?" Someone should make a movie about this sort of school. Uh, actually, this was uh. Like a reenactment of how Native Americans were treated by Europeans that came oh, good to Lord. the ah. Americas. Ah. Like they spoke another language, demanding things from us, and we did not know what the fuck they wanted. Hmm. Uh. Which was kind of like a damn, mm. damn. I won't forget that. <laughs> I didn't forget that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, what about you, Gerard? What, which? School stuck out to you and why? Well, obviously there has to be you no know, high school because that was like the only school experience that was actually bearable for me, and oh, mostly Stratford in particular. Ironically, because um, as for as you guys keep saying, Stratford is like absolute hell, right? Hey, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't relate. It was honestly one of the better parts of my life. <laughs> uh, I, okay, I agree. You had us to sugarcoat the experience. No, it was literally one of the most... It was probably because it was one of the most stable parts of my life, if I'm being honest. Eric. 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 Why are you saying that? You know my history. You know that that's accurate. I know, but, like, it's just... Uh, also, mm. uh, mostly because, like, no traffic as well. That's why I met you guys, and that's made, like, no life, you know, easier. I mean, not that, like, life, life was in, like, no, any harder, but, you know, elementary, middle school, barely had any friends... Was picked on a bit, uh, not a bit, a lot, and I was actually pretty worried because you know with high school that's where everything gets like worse for you. So, mm. but not for me. Hell, I was actually surprisingly popular. Mm. Not in the whole like popular like uh, mean girls type of way, but like uh, the whole, uh, hey, that's a charming nerd student. So, mm. yeah. 
Stratford sticks out to me in that it was honestly I don't it was one of the better schools I went to. Teachers teachers were nice. Yeah. The ones that, the ones that weren't were few and far between. Uh, the school the school seemed decently well funded. Everybody nobody was really nobody was really a dick there. Uh. Uh, but aside from that, I. I've been to so many places that I can only count the amount of places I remember on one hand when I can't count the amount I've been to on two. But for some reason, every time I think of schools, I just think of the ones that just happened that were just one continuous hallway. Yeah, I, like I like I tell you school. Mm. Always tell you school. I don't remember I don't know why. There's some there are some times where where I where I wish I would remember these other schools or remember their names even just so I, just so I could look back on it but I can't. I mean, is would there ever be a point where we'd be fine? I don't know. It's just weird it's just weird to have a vacant hole in your head where like 15 where like 15 schools and people and people full of school should be. I mean, I feel like that's a consequence of living for that much. Yeah. 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 Being like someone who's who's actually like you know like um, wait consequence of what moving is what you said. Consequence of moving, yeah. Ah, I can also do. I can also relate to that. I mean, and the fact that like move from like uh, one state to another, like Eric did, but you know I've moved like from apartment to apartment, district to district, so like. Mm. How was it? Like, I was um my first district I ever went to, it was a it was a leaf, that was really like last long, and my parents actually of course I got out got me like out of there because well, I I I don't mean to offend anyone but if I saying this but um apparently it was like the ghetto district of Houston, mm. yeah, mm. then I moved over to like the HISD Houston, then um. Uh, Second grade, after the second grade, I was a straight branch with the Dornwood. Stayed there till like um till like seventh grade it's it's spring branch. I mean spring forest, I mean. Mm-hmm. Went back to HISD. Went to this really shitty middle school called Pablo Vere. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, we're go just try calling to blast me. schools out now? Huh? We're just calling schools out now? I literally can't. I, I don't even remember how I, I don't Eh, I mean, this was years ago. Who knows? I mean, who's really gonna hear this? Am I allowed to call out my middle school? If you, if you're not, he- if you, unless you're hesitant, go ahead. Cornerstone. I've heard of that place. I, it was like the rich people charter school that I only got into because of a lottery. Ah. Um. I don't know. I. When I got to the Stratford, I know a lot of people that did not go to Cornerstone looked down, or looked, yeah, looked down on people that went to Cornerstone because they thought of us as like privileged like people. <laughs> Look who's talking at you! But Stratford is also filled with privileged people. Indeed, but I remember I made a comment of this to someone at my old workplace. Oh, we were talking about, like, schools, and I was talking about, oh, um, I went to this charter school, and most people thought that 
they were overprivileged for going there. And I don't know why I remember this, but the other person said that, I don't know about that, Allie. I think you're really humble. And I was like, I'm going to remember this, and I do not know why. Mm. Mm. Probably because it was a nice, um, like a, an unprompted nice thing to say to me. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. Mostly because people don't call me that. Mostly because I'm that bitch <laughs> who constantly talks about how fantastic I am. But on the inside, I am deeply insecure, as most people are. Well, on to the next question. Next question. Um, yeah. And actually, Eric actually has like a very like, good answer for this. And I'm actually, actually very excited for him to actually talk about it. But a superpower would actually be like very, be like very beneficial in your daily life. And you said reality warping, correct? Reality bending, yes. Because warping you're bending. a megamaniacal crazy man who wants to control everything around him to gain the sense of control he never had in life. No, 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 no. I don't want it for control. I. <laughs> I want it. I want it so I can control things for the betterment of other people. So you want to control things? Well, See, yeah. See now, looking back, and you, I, I, I'm just gonna say it. If I if I had, if I had either reality bending or the or the powers that uh, or the mind control powers that that Gerard brought up, I would just straight up go Doctor Doom supervillain. I can see that. I can see that be like being like a a character for you, like no like a whole, no character arc for you. Don't worry, don't worry. I will be a benevolent dictator. Will you now? Yes. Will you now? Yes. Will you? Okay, Eric. Okay. Oh, uh, what? Do you doubt my character? Yes. Why? You see, Eric, for Eric... I'm not going to call you out on a podcast. You didn't have a problem with it last time. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, because you are a violent person. I am. I will restrain my violence to the political class. <laughs> political class has families. Their families will have to live without them. Eric. Good God, Eric. Eric. Now you sound to sound like Victor. Once you have, once you are given power by your by your people, in my eyes, you are not. You do not deserve the same rights as them. You deserve to have yourself reined in and under scrutiny at all times. Eric, so do you deserve that scrutiny? Yes. Who is? What is the scrutiny? Uh, if you are a dictator, what scrutiny do you have? Hmm, good point. Which is which is why that sounds hypocritical. Mm, which Very is why I do. Which is why I do have. Which is why most of the ideas I have, I do have a. I do have a kind of contingency. And that is. Oh, with mind control specifically. You see, Eric. You know, how, Eric. You know I how? think you might want to stop. <laughs> I think you might want to stop. Why? Because you're gonna scare the people on the podcast. <laughs> okay, fine. We invited what? a goddamn serial killer to the goddamn podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're gonna no, no, no me when you're like, oh yeah, entire group of people, fuck them, fucking annihilated their families will have to live without them eric it's not gonna make people think he's a serial killer though i'm sorry i'm sorry are you saying are you saying jeff bezos doesn't deserve to live in fear i mean i I, I, I think he i think he does i don't like what about the you're saying 
Okay, not the mayor. Well, I mean, unless he really fucks up and is really corrupt. Like, like, where is the line for political? When, when they, when they, when they manage an entire region, and I would be happy to be the to be the villain because these people deserve to live in fear. Eric, 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 I'm not gonna disagree with you because I also don't like these people, but also. Their deaths seem to be driven. Allie, when did I say they would die? Fair enough. Yeah. I'm gonna join your evil plot. Yes! <laughs> yes, we're go I'm gonna join your evil plot. I will also join the evil plot. Oh my god. Villain squad? Villain? Evil for the greater good, wouldn't it? Yes. I mean, I guess. I guess. Yes. I guess we're yes. just like Thanos all of a sudden. No, no, no. But we're not. like, for no. Earth. We are country, we, we are not we are not wiping out the population. No, 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 we're not Thanos. No, if anything, we are a um, we're more like a, how to put this a benevolent legion of doom. Yeah, what's that one guy, the Punisher? Yeah, yeah, we'd be that. We'd be that. We'd be like a legion of Punisher or Doctor Doom. I still would like my superpower, the ability to just locate everything. Look, I for I do, I lose things. What if we lose this the the stuff we use for villainy? Like, mm. what if we lose that? I will know where it is. We will know where all our shit is. Oh yeah, but also, but also, on reality bending. Even if even if I don't go all you know evil, me megalomaniacal dictator, I could just use it to make money. That's make another hamburger. thing. Teleport myself. Something. Eric, I feel like making money would do something to the country that would be bad. <laughs> How? Inflation. I feel like that's already a problem. A single, a single person printing like a hundred dollars, even like every hour, wouldn't cause anything. Probably wouldn't. I still, I, I still see that as a problem. I don't want more money. Mm. Question. Uh, well, here's the thing. Why would I even print money? It's just a it's just a convenient workaround to pay taxes, because I could just create anything I wanted. You want me to pay taxes? Well, fuck you. I don't follow the rules of law. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, you see that I have a bunch of stuff, and you want me to pay taxes? Okay, here you go. I just created the money. Now leave me alone. The government would be so confused. The government would be like, oh, I mean, yes, but also we are scared. <laughs> they no, should no, no. be. They just, they just think I. They just think I was a criminal, like selling selling drugs or something. And until like there was literally no evidence of anything. Oh yeah, that <laughs> sounds like the government. Yeah. Yeah. And that's hell. Eric. What? Every moment. Pay attention, listeners. That silence. It means. The chemistry. Bruh. <laughs> Stop trying to push the shipping. I'm not. Stop being my grandma. <laughs> I'm, I'm, okay, one, I know that's not, that's not gonna happen between you two. No. But, <laughs> look, that's it's all just for shock value, all right? Mm -hmm. All my shows have it. I was just mostly staring at him, wondering whether or not I should expose the fact that he hasn't paid his taxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's another thing. Eric, you need to pay your taxes. I will. Next when? Eventually. And hey, when you know what? Eventually. Next year. Eric, Eric, Eric. 
It hurt. It hurt. <laughs> she hurt. You know what? I thought of something. Precious Next thing you know. <laughs> what? Precious guy. What? In my, on, in my friend group. You don't want to fuck with the IRS, pay your goddamn taxes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, that's kind of got me thinking. I paid my taxes, and I'm a goblin. Mm, fair. Yeah. That's kind of got me thinking. Uh, you know, Eric X and I like paying his taxes. Think of, you know, like, think, think like, hypothetically, the next, like, world war happens, and they try to, like, draft everyone. Eric, is, he's, I could definitely see, like, Eric be a draft dodger. Oh, yeah. I am going, I am going to live in the forest. <laughs> Because, ugh, fuck that. This country has done nothing to earn my support. Sorry guys, I just had like a little phone call. But now we're back. And we're about to like end it off pretty soon right here. But not uh, not before you know, we actually hear like Eric's thoughts on our thoughts of him in the first episode. Which was, if I could call, we called like very intuitive. Also like a bit of a scavenger. Uh, quite... A, a man who also uh, a man who also like, pairs like quite a lot. You mean junker? A junker, yeah. junker. That's another word. Same, yeah. Yeah, same thing. A junkie and a junker are very different. I know. Please don't correct. Yeah, we, me. but they didn't call him a junkie. Wrong. God, no, no. He doesn't have the stones to actually do any of that. No offense. <laughs> what? You don't. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. It's not because I don't have the stones. It's because I don't want to. Yeah. Stay down the stones. <laughs> but it's a, but it's a good thing. And what else did I say? Um, oh, also, he actually did mention, like, you know, contingency plans, which actually kind of proves my point. He's a bit of a middle-class Batman, minus a car. Eric, do you agree or disagree with all of this? I wouldn't say I'm a middle-class Batman. I would more say I'm, like, a poor man's... I would say I'm, I would more say I'm, like, a poor man's really shitty Punisher. <laughs> That's right. You have mentioned that before. Ma- mainly because ima- imagine the Punisher if he was on a really tight budget and he never kills anybody. <laughs> That's me. Still no car. Yeah. No car. Also, if he didn't have a driver's license. You have an ID now, though. So yeah. Now you can yeah. Prove that you're not a little baby man. Little little guy. Mm. Little little actual infant. You were old enough to drink in things, and now you have a little piece of plastic to prove it. Mm-hmm. I do, I do have plans. Some of them I don't say out loud because people get scared because of I, because I have them. Eric, we're already scared. Oh. Like, uh, like, uh, a little while ago when the Ukraine thing started, I told my, I told the guys about my plans for what, for what happened if the bombs dropped. Yeah, you say you have, like, a shelter in place, right? No. Uh, I did have a plan for us all to meet up, though. Mainly, mainly the plan was jump in a ditch. Preferably with something on top of me, gear up in the little makeshift hazmat suit I got, consisting consisting of a consisting of waterproof pants, waterproof jacket, gas mask, goggles, waterproof boots. Uh, hunkering down in a concrete building and ensuring all of you know to do the same for two days. Exiting and meeting up around a library around where we live. Not gonna say where. Uh, and from there, and from there, trap, and from there, traveling along along the river tracks to either a fort, or to or to Washington, Nebraska, or the valley, depending depending on weather conditions, the time of year. Eric, 
What? You know that shit would never work for me. I would get bored within those two days and leave. <laughs> Allie, you literally couldn't, or you would die of radiation poisoning from going outside for 20 minutes. But that sounds fun and sexy. <laughs> also, here's some, also, um, <laughs> just real quick. That, well, for, for starters, that's actually Eric, a very you know detailed... I would do that just to fuck ar- like, You know I'm here to fuck around and find out. Fair. Probably. But let's just say this. That's like an excellent and detailed consistency plan. Very well thought out. Good on you, Eric. However, it feels like... Um, His contingency does not have contingency plans for moi. That too. But also, it feels like probably like, um, it'd be like a bit of a lost cause considering the fact that it's pretty well stated that there's actually no bonds are going to drop considering we keep on giving money to oh, Ukraine. Yes, of course. So. Of course. Yeah. It was more. It was more of a. It was more of a in the moment. Oh shit! Oh shit! Plan. Yeah, but then Biden started like, giving like money to Ukraine, so mm. I don't know. And Putin next. I haven't like heard anything about him, so who knows? Uh, he's been he's been discounted more and more as time goes on. I still think it's within. I still think it's perfectly within his makeup to to drop a bomb. He seems. He seems like a very. He seems like a very petulant person. Uh, I would like to go ban some of radiation now. <laughs> you know I would do that. At least wear some kind of waterproof de- clothing. Why? <sighs> also, don't use conditioner. Why? I, mean, I know why. Yeah. I just like being this way. Hey, audience. If the... <laughs> If something does happen, don't use conditioner. It'll bind radioactive elements to your hair. Oh, shit, for real? Yeah. Shampoo only. And also, you can strip the lining from your clothing if you were wearing clothing during the radiation. That will get rid of the lining. Mm. You're going to you're gonna want to wear something that, that's easy to clean off and uh, can be removed. So, like, a jacket, a second pair of pants, uh, boots you only wear outside, maybe a second pair of socks and some gloves. You're gonna want to take it off, make an airlock either out of out either out of your foyer or by or by putting plastic bags up. You're gonna want to leave those clothes there. Get inside immediate immediately. Take a shower, no conditioner. Wash off, make, and before you step into the shower or wash off anything, make sure any wounds you have are covered. Correct. Again, though, do not do any of this. Because you left before about two to three days passed. You will die within 20 minutes from the exposure. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Hi, everyone. That was the end. Uh, that's the end of the show. And we're going to leave off through here. Have a good one.